Here's spooky season. We had ourselves a spooky season today, folks. Episode two, we had a worst of. We had a story about a guy named Hog. Brother Hog. Brother Hog. We, this, we hit the nail bag, too. This episode was a little light on, like, you know, the goofiness that you might see from us and really heavy on, like, some actual scary shit. Like, I got legitimately spooked, and that's that's no cap. We gave – he's not capping. We do not – that's one thing we don't do on Spooky Season is cap. We gave, we gave producer Randy chills. There's a ghost story that occurs in the remote mountains of northern Georgia that will – rock you to your fucking core it rocked me like a hurricane man and then we even have uh just a all-around creepy story at the end in the knox henderson area if you're out mm-hmm. around dallas way mm-hmm. if you know you know man that shit was oof. that was a good one that was good we're Fishing all kind of recovering spooked. good job yeah. baby we had, we had brett scaraman in here too hey Thank brett you. threat merriman yeah it was very i i so, i Filled in for kill to freeze. That's right. I got chills too. Randy and I got gut on the uh, on the mountain story. Oof. Check it out. It's a good one. We'll be back. Hey, by the way, uh, five spooky seasons this month. There's five Tuesdays. So Ooh, boy. if you're thinking about, if you're on the fence, this is the best value spooky season I think you're ever going to get. Facts. Here's a free preview. Bye-bye. Bye. From the age of about 11 to 17, I attended the same summer camp in the mountains of northern Georgia every year for an average of about six weeks at a time. Okay. It was my first year at this camp, and many of my friends from home second. Like I said, I was 11. If I recall correctly, at this point, I didn't really buy into anything ghost-related, at least seriously. Specifically, the legend of Daniel Sanders. Name change to protect the guy, kid, who's been dead for many years. Yeah, Spoiler a pretty alert. generic name. Daniel Sanders. As the story goes, sometimes in the 50s, sometime in the 50s, excuse me, there was a camper named Daniel Sanders. He attended camp from the time he was seven all the way up to his last year at age 14 and was set to be a counselor in training the next summer and likely carry on as a counselor for the next few. He was the definition of a stand-up guy, respectful of the counselor's popular among the fellas, and the model of what we're all supposed to be while we're there. Sounds like a real real good kid. Guy's guy. Guy's guy. Good dude. At the end of every eight-week summer, there's always an award ceremony. Awards are given out for specific activities like best horseman, best rifleman, etc. Best hog. Come that's on. That's not true. That's, that's a reference Come on, man. callback. They don't give out a best Most hog pranks. award. What? Like it's like the hell. Why would anyone keep track of that? I don't know. You want to say most? Yeah. You got to think there's some records set summer camp. That's yeah. what you do. The big, <laughs> the big two are best counselor and best camper, of course. Both of these are typically given to a camper in their last year before joining the staff, and a counselor who is likely in his final year. Campers vote on the best counselor privately, and vice versa for the best camper. Daniel was a lock. Everyone knew it. His father attended the camp as well and planned to drive up with the rest of the family to see him get the award, as a few alumni always do. At this point, he had heard the rumor that his family would be in attendance on that final night camp for the ceremony, and at that point, he knew he was on deck for best camper. You can imagine the pride and excitement he must have felt leading up to that evening and his disappointment when he looked across the crowd of his peers gathered in the lodge, applauding his huge achievement with his own family nowhere to be seen. 
As the story goes, he sat alone with the award on the porch of his cabin through the dusk hours with only the occasional pat on the back from one of the guys passing by, knowing that he didn't really want to be bothered. It was a bit after nightfall when he was given the news. Daniel's father had taken a sharp turn a bit too fast on his way up to the, the winding mountain just a few hours prior, and there were no survivors of a single car crash. Oh, my Ugh. God. He once again asked to be left alone with his thoughts on the porch before eventually getting up, taking what seemed to be a normal walk into the towering Georgia Pines, but was never seen again. Conventionally, this is where the story ends. People say there was a rifle missing from the range the next day. Maybe someone heard a single shot in the distance that night, but I personally think we'd know about that if anything like that happened. Daniel was in cabin 16 in the circle of about 25-ish cabins. During the polio outbreak, all the cabins had to be burned down, and only about 15 were ever rebuilt, but the foundation of the other 10 are still there today, and if you ever got in trouble as a camper, a punishment could legitimately be having to walk to cabin 16 at night and sit on the remains of the porch for a set amount of time. That's not a cool punishment. No, that there's no way. Amazing. There's no way. No way. No, they're not making kids do that. I don't care if you're 13 or 30. This is scary. That side of the cabin is far away, overgrown, not lit at all, and the epitome of spooky. On the last night of my first year at camp, us being the motherfucking frat stars that we are, okay. we decided to stay up late and just go goddamn effing crazy. I don't know why I chose to say effing and not fucking. Can I, can I ask a question real quick? Please. If I, if I may interject. Since this, since Daniel Sanders has been dead for, what, 70 years now? Why protect his identity? I want to. I want to. Maybe like his family. I don't know. I want to look the story up. I want to verify and read, and read deets. You know what I'm saying? You want to read some deets? I want. I want the deets on this. We're gonna pull the deed. He's a he's read a, some deets. He's a dead a dead fella. So like, why not just uh, give us the name? Well, hold on. Let's see what happens. All right. We are going to go check out cabin 16, knowing the counselors typically stay out late during doing their own thing on the last night of camp. My cabin mates and I were gonna haul ass on foot across the cabin circle through around midnight and see what was up with that place. Sure enough, we didn't make it five minutes over there. Some of us turned back halfway. Those of us that did make it basically walked up to the remains of the steps, looked into the dark abyss, felt that heart drop fear, and sprinted back to our cabin, feeling like there was a legitimate demon on our backs. Good freaking times. After coming down from that adrenaline high, we eventually all passed out. Now this is where things get strange.